Hello, good evening, and good night, or whatever time you're watching this at. Welcome back to the, what is it, Eagle. David and Friends. David and Friends. David and Friends podcast. <laughs> and so-called Ego podcast. Ego, okay. Ego Why we change the name, Tony? Uh, you know, we feel like we changed the name just to stand out. So Ego, uh, we know Ego it has a bad side, but um, we're pretty much going towards the good side of ego such as like self-importance and self-esteem so pretty much like mental health um all that good stuff but um but yeah do you guys want to add on to that yeah i mean uh if you literally google the meaning of the word ego the first thing that's going to pop up is a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance so, I mean, personally, for me, that means, you know, having a good self-esteem is going to bring up your your ego, which very negative connotation. But if you think about it, it's about, you know, how you view yourself. How What do you think about yourself? So I think uh, with this podcast, we really want to bring up everyone's self-esteem, talk about stuff that we don't usually talk about, you know, with our boys, with ourselves. But, um, you know, hopefully we can get it going. Jerry, what do you sure. think? I think when I say the word ego, um, for me it just represents confidence. I think that there's just a difference between being cocky and being confident. For and sure. I feel yeah. like we're trying what we're trying to do with a lot of local kids in this community, um, and you know David put it in the best way possible earlier when we were at Color Coffee about how like we just do. And then we capture data afterwards, of course, because like data, I mean, of course, it's important. It gives us insight, gives us a bit more guidance. But I feel like we are really good at just doing our thing and creating confidence in these kids to own who they are and continue to build on who they are and really just use confidence to get to where they want to be. So well said, man. Sure. Well said. Yeah. yeah. That's what cool. ego is for me. I like it. So for today's podcast, episode three, bro. Already three, yeah, wow, three dude. weeks since we started this. Nice. Yeah, it went by quick. I'm, honestly, I'm looking. I, I keep looking forward to these episodes. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. No, I, I, I do. It. It's really fun. Yeah, right. Like I'm starting too. to open up. Uh, I, in the first episode, I was really shy. I don't know what to say. I'll but. tell you this. People keep asking, where's Tony? Tony needs <laughs> yeah. to He's like, where is Tony at? Tony. He's there. He just, I don't know. I feel like he just needs to. I don't know. I, I just feel like when I was younger, I just never talked. Yeah. Like, I kind of kept my emotions inside. Uh, I never, like, shared my feelings to anyone. Like, every time my parents would ask me, oh, why'd you do this? And I would just keep quiet, you know. I was, like, the quiet child nice. in my family. Shout out, Miss Padilla. <laughs> Shout out to my mom. Shout out, Miss Padilla. You. <laughs> but, I love you. I love you. I keep going on. What's up? But yeah, I mean, um, and, and I, even at school, I was the shy, shy one. Uh, I would never participate. I wouldn't raise my hand. Um, but you know, um, like right after I graduated high school, I kind of opened up. And then I'm still open, trying to open up, you know, do bigger things, mentor kids. Um, and mentoring kids is rough, man. Like, especially the middle schoolers, I, 
I feel so nervous for the, the around the nerve. Oh, yeah. It's because like, they have no filter. <laughs> like, they will be roasting. They, they will... do not care. <laughs> but it's fun. Already. <laughs> it's fun though. That one no, time yeah, yeah. where we were in there, he got new glasses, Tony. And then the little kid, no, I'm not gonna name names, but like, they look at Tony. They look at Tony and they're like, "Why you look like an old man? <laughs> you look like that old man from that one show." <laughs> Tony goes in all confident, like, "Yeah, new glasses, new me." And then they flame this guy. They roast him. Oh, but that's like the really cool thing because builds character. Like, yeah, no, I, no, but like with the kids themselves, like if you have an opportunity to be one of their best friends. Because they're so open to yeah. everything at that. You mentioned middle schoolers, mm-hmm. and middle school is a time where it's really challenging because these kids are. I mean, there's puberty. Just, everybody's trying to teach them about development, you know, career, uh, maturity, uh, everything that we really have in all these schools where different organizations step in to teach the kids. So there's a lot being thrown at them, and I feel like it's an opportunity for David, you, and me to really step in there and give them this whole life skills coming from people that have actually lived through where what they're going through yeah so i feel sure. like it's yeah like there's no filter these kids will roast you if you show up <laughs> with like really dirty vans oh and so like, you better yeah. be ready you know but at the end of the day like you see these kids in the hall or you see them at a local supermarket and it's like oh what's up bro you know and oh, yeah. they introduce you to their parents they open up to you too yeah, you know definitely. so that's how you create really Connect. genuine relationships. relationships with them maybe do you think that's why teachers can't really I mean, teachers are all professional, which, you know, they should be, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like for me, the best teacher that I had was always open. He always asked me after class, hey, how you doing? You look down today. Yeah. You know, you want to talk about anything, this and that. Mm-hmm. The more personal you can get with them, I feel like the more valuable the relationship will be. Yeah. So if, if you're, like imagine a teacher giving advice versus a best friend giving advice. Yeah. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what we're we're trying to aim for. Yeah. And sure. like I feel like, you know, when it comes to like my job with Vail Health, uh, Eagle Valley Behavioral Health, like I'm always trying to create a lot more trust for them and their families yeah. to have in that organization. Mm-hmm. Because I know historically like families don't choose Vail Health as the first option whenever they need help. Right. Or they are scared that it's gonna be too expensive. And it's just a matter of um, talking to them and educating them. Like, for example, today, one of the kids that I mentor, or that we mentor, uh, called me up right before we came to Denver. We had, like, a good five-minute conversation. He wanted to be educated around the vaccine. And, you know, is it safe? Which ones are available? Stuff like that. And um, after that five-minute conversation, he's like, okay, well, I'll talk to my family, and we'll get vaccinated. And, um, you know, it's stuff like that. You know, so I feel like organizations have a really good advantage when they have people like us that are in there. Because I mean, I, I was thinking today in the in a, in in the in this meeting that I had this morning, where there's a difference between ra- being raised in the community and being raised by the community. In my opinion, huh. you know, I was telling myself sure. that like literally like this morning I just thought of that because I told there's so many people that say I was raised in the community in Eagle County. Right. And I say I was raised by the community. Mm-hmm. And I say that because I wasn't just raised by my mom or my dad. Like, I was raised by the other Mexicans that lived in the neighborhood, the other Hondurans that live in my neighborhood, the other El Salvadorians that live there, the people from Senegal, people from Ghana. Um, there's the Latino people, gang. Yeah. Like all over the place. And, and like African-Americans, like they all gave me a little sprinkle. 
Mm-hmm. Where it's like I can go to Walmart, I can go to City Market, I can go to different places around from literally dot zero to maybe Avon because I know that not not many locals live in Vail. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I can go to any of those places and like legit like I'd have somebody that knows me very well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everybody has become for like my example of like growing up in that community, um, I like I've literally just said there's a difference between being raised by the community and being raised in the community because I feel like a lot of people in the community had a big part into being like, oh, I'm going to sprinkle this on Jerry. And to this day, like, there's still people that, like, email me and they're like, hey, I want to meet with you to have coffee. And then they become really good friends and they start integrating me into other programs. And it's just like... That's how continue. it goes, dude. And that's what we're doing with the kids. Life just yeah, takes sure. you in different directions. And that's what I would like. I would like to ask one question to Tony, really. Oh, yes. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> no, because I feel like, like, you know, David and I, we were we were raised by the community there. Uh, There's people there that they know us very well. And um, I just want to get your opinion on your overall experience of Eagle County. Like, what? Because he's like an outsider, right? You, yeah. You were, can yeah, you I, tell us, like, your background or how you I mean, came already to mentioned it, right? Yeah, I already mentioned I came from Aurora. Um, I moved up in Eagle in 2018 after I graduated high school. And Avon. just so I, huh? You were to Avon first. Oh yeah, sorry. I was I moved to Avon, uh, and I started off with Vail Health, and I uh, did a little um, what's it called internship? In- internship, yeah, for Vail Health of our not Vail Health, um, Vail as a cook, line cook, yeah, Vail resorts. resorts, and uh, but yeah, and then I did did that for two years, um, and then. And then pretty much I kind of decided, I kind of felt like it wasn't me, like I didn't want to do that anymore, just because it was a very stressful job and everything. But um, but yeah, I mean, Eagle County is honestly pretty, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the people, I like the Latino community, um, I like the local restaurants, everything about it. Like, it's just very peaceful on, like, the city. Like, it's less traffic. I don't have to deal <laughs> with it. It's second yeah. 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 I feel like no one in Eagle County or the Vail Valley is really aggressive or mean. Or There's the outsiders, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, but those Texans. And I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean. Can yeah. I ask you because, I'm um, sorry to interrupt you, but just because uh, the other day somebody at work asked another one of my coworkers, my colleagues, uh-huh. who just moved to the Valley. And we asked her, uh, what's a big surprise that you see here in the community? And she answered that um, uh, the substance abuse, mm. you know, like oh, yeah, over drinking. Yeah, like over drinking is definitely yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I like, mean, I was one of them. Like, yeah, so that's why I like I, I wanted to like for you to like lead into that conversation. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, we had a really big we had a conversation at work today about how we're doing a lot with behavioral health but nothing really for substance abuse specifically because behavioral health, I mean, substance abuse is always going to be incorporated to behavioral health. You know, there's, right. there's, there's something that's going on in your life that's oh, making yeah. you drink to forget, sure. Just the, to go numb, the you know? Away. Yeah. And um, I was telling myself, well, it's, you know, I know people that have gone through crazy stuff or like just felt like they needed that Escape. sort of lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. kind of like an escape to... Mm-hmm. Whatever they're going through, right? Yeah, and they have escaped uh-huh. that lifestyle. And now I feel like it's a really good opportunity because at the end of the day, stories 
change people programs are not the ones that change people it's mm-hmm. the stories that come with it yeah and I feel like you have a really good story and I wouldn't say it's a very long story but it's like you were I would say like a victim quote unquote of the culture here oh yeah you have to drink yeah. you have to you know do this thing I was I honestly was kind of pressured um into drinking um here in the Real Valley yeah yeah and the yeah. in the in like one of the trailers um, that I used like a group that I used to hang out with and it started with one night and then it continued every night um, back in 20, 2019 Two that's ago. when I was going through some things and yeah I just started drinking a lot um, yeah. but yeah honestly I wish I could take that away um, I mean that made you so, who you are now. You know, it's like she made a mistake and you learned. Oh yeah, learned a I lot. Definitely learned a lot. Like I made so much mistakes. <laughs> I think we all had. So yeah, somehow yeah. I made it here. Yeah. You know. We're yeah. Here. You know, and at the end of the day, like for those of you listening, Tony it just became uh, a new hire on for MFP. Yeah. And um, you know, thank you to David and Bratzo for making that possible for him. Oh, yeah, I and, appreciate you guys. Yeah, and, like, Tony is the example of, you know, like that one time we had that one class we are talking about to the kids about uh, mindfulness. Right. And brought up the notion about um, uh, that you have to plant the seeds and you have to water them every day. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I first literally started being friends with Tony, and even though he made all those different mistakes in his life, you know, like, it's the potential that I saw in you um, because you're really good at doing things when you have the right pressure behind you. Yeah. So honestly. instead, like, I remember, like, hearing about you being pressured by certain people to drink. And then I was like, why don't I just pressure this guy into, you know, being as competitive, quote unquote, uh, as me or maybe and David, maybe um, at school? Mm-hmm. You know, like, wh- what grades can you really get? Like, what can you really reach for that potential? Um, and like... Like, I just wanted to mention that just because I feel like you're a really good example of that. Like, you planted those seeds, and there were days where you didn't water them, but you kept watering them either way. Like, yeah, you, whether you were late or whether... There's moments when I saw you water them too much. And then you, <laughs> there's moments where you didn't even water them, but you learned a lot, man. <laughs> I'm trying to stay consistent, so... Yeah, it's all a learning yeah. curve. Nobody's perfect. This this episode is kind of weird because we're not making fun of Tony. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just feel like, like you know... <laughs> no, no, no. no, it's because I feel like, you know, the relationship that we have here is like, we're like Tony's big brothers. Like, at the end yeah. of the day, if yeah. somebody messes with Tony, they mess with us. Yep. Um, and That's yeah. not an invitation to mess with Tony. Yeah, <laughs> don't. <laughs> I know some of these kids are like, bet. <laughs> They're like, I'm a mess with Tony. <laughs> no, but yeah, I feel like, you know, um, David said he was going to ask a couple of questions, but, we, but before we dive into it, I just wanted people to learn more about Tony. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like Tony is up and coming. Speaking and, of Tony, <laughs> I have a funny story. Oh, Tony. Oh, his first day at work, right? Uh, <laughs> oh, which uh, what, the, the phone calls? The phone, oh man! The first day at work, um, <laughs> I asked Tony to make some phone phone calls to check in with uh, some of our students. Uh, I told him what to say, gave him the script and everything. And Tony, you want? Yeah, <laughs> you so I, I kind of scrambled with my words when I answered this one uh, one number. Uh, so Your yeah, first one, right? Just to yeah, it was my first first number. The first call. call. 
and uh, I pretty much like it. The beginning was good. I introduced myself. I introduced where I worked at, mm -hmm. and then I went on like, so like, this is where I messed up. Like I kind of misword it. So I was pretty much like, hey, I uh, I just want to ask or answer you a couple of questions. So I kind of like instead of yeah. So I oh messed up there, you. but uh, oh my goodness, but yeah, so like funny. honestly, I, I like I said, uh, I was a quiet kid and I don't really like talked as much. So right now, I'm currently just practicing and trying to improve my my speech, my public speaking. So yeah, I'm just hopefully you're um, on your way, dude. Yeah, and this podcast is really gonna help you. Definitely. Just even if it's just Endless. for us, if no one's listening, it'll yeah, be dude. for us. Yeah, I feel like you know talking things out really helps you really think of next steps but also think of like how ways you can cope with things that happen in your life and mm -hmm. like i said there's nothing more impactful in my opinion than someone else's story you know someone Definitely. else's whether it's a cool story a good story a scary story a bad story i feel like it all really just teaches us something and you know we're still not done i feel like we're still we're gonna just make a lot of mistakes <laughs> to take away from uh, inky johnson who's a big motivational speaker who lost his his right arm mm -hmm. playing football. Um, oh, yeah. He said, uh, sometimes you don't need to hear a scripture. Sometimes you need someone to live it for you mm -hmm. so that you can get the message, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, with that being said, let's go right into the next segment. Um, I went on Instagram today and I asked my followers or our followers, we follow the same people, pretty much. I don't know about um, that. <laughs> maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Not what do you mean? Wait, wait, wait. Who, do you, who are you following? No, I'm just saying that there's people that you know that I don't know, and then there's people that I know. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not that I, like, that I, like, have beef with anything or, or anybody, but it's, like, yeah. Different, yeah. different people. Different people, yeah. yeah. <laughs> First question, what is your biggest failure, and what did you learn from it? Oh, they're putting us on the spot. No, they are putting us on the spot here. Biggest failure. Yeah. I feel like for me, my biggest failure was always, like ever since I was a kid until I got to junior year, I always was so easy for me to fall into peer pressure. Hmm. So I feel like for me, that was my biggest failure is failing to listen to what I really wanted to do for such a long time, um, just to please other people. So do you have like a like a story behind that or yeah pretty much soccer soccer like soccer my whole life has consumed me and soccer is a very toxic environment to be in I don't True. care what you know if I get a lot of hate for that I feel like at mm -hmm. the end of the day like from my own personal experience the soccer teams that I've been a part of it's literally just there's definitely clicks in there for littered sure you with know? machismo who's better mm -hmm. than who it's like a it's a zero sum it's gotcha. like a zero-sum game. Like, if you could take advantage of an opportunity to take somebody else's spot on the team, the majority take of them it. will do it. Yeah. yeah. So that was for me. Like, I just didn't like the environment. I didn't like the after, you know, after game, however you want to describe it. I just didn't like to be those kinds of uh, – I didn't like doing those kinds of activities. Too competitive, right? Mm. I wouldn't say – I mean, at the end of the day, competitive is like it's always going to be around you. Mm. I think competitive breeds excellence. 
but yeah, you know sure. I feel like at the end at the end of the day from my personal experience I just felt like all those guys were after me personally it, it's not one, just on the pitch yeah. it was outside too so it's once yeah. you start playing dirty with it you know when you start yeah. Yeah. you know hitting under the belt that's when it I becomes would you say like they're um, they don't wanna see you succeed right is that why yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they're hating on you or I don't know honestly I feel like at the end of the day I moved on I feel like Jerry has a very punchable face, though. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, nah. Hey, I mean, like Mac Miller said, you know, if your girl loves me, let her love me. <laughs> no. no. R.I.P. Mac. R.I.P. Yeah, rest in peace, Mac Miller. No, but that's my biggest failure. You know, yeah. Just not listening to what I really wanted to do, just to please somebody. So. For sure. Thanks for sharing, brother. Yeah, man. Yeah. Tony, what um, you got for us? Honestly, I'm kind of similar to, to Jerry's. Um, I Like, the people that I hang out with like throughout my life like middle school high school even out out of high school when I got out of um moved out of my parents house um just the people around me kind of um infused like how do I say um como se dice like <laughs> influence me to do like not do the right things pretty much just hanging out with the bad crowd mm-hmm. um doing bad influence um you know, so, so I'll yeah. say that's one of my my weakness and failures. Yeah, it's pre- peer peer pressure. Peer, peer pressure. pressure. Yeah. yeah, it's easy. It's easy to fall into, especially if you're in middle school. Oh yeah. You always want to please either somebody else, and it's Most really definitely. easy. Yeah. yeah, it's really easy to fall into peer pressure, and you know, feel like the kids are in a state of mind where they really understand what they're doing. Then you get to our age, and you kind of reflect and being like, oh man, I really shouldn't have done that or said that now that I'm older so yeah trying to stop that now <laughs> for sure I feel like for, for me uh, I'm, I'm still kind of working on it biggest failure is uh, the failure to act so I'm, I'm the type of person who thinks about stuff too much mm-hmm. so it, I mean this podcast you know if it wasn't for you guys you know pushing everyone to be like yeah let's let's buy the microphones let's do this let's do that yeah um I would have never done this, you know. Mm-hmm. I've I've had this dream of starting a podcast um, ever since COVID started. Yeah. And I didn't even know you guys back then. Yeah. You know. Nothing. So um, if it if it wasn't for you guys pushing me and peer pressuring me in a good way, mm-hmm. you know, um, I wouldn't have acted. Yeah. So I think a lot of these boys, you know, they're they're afraid because they're overthinkers. Mm-hmm. They think of the what if, what if, what if. What if I fail? Exactly. And yeah. and. The question they should be asking, the only question is, what if I succeed? Yeah. What if this does go the way I want it? And, and I think uh, the body naturally wants to take the easiest way out, you know? Yeah. Like when we're doing uh, bicep curls, mm-hmm. you know, what happened? What do you start doing when you're burning out, when you're fatiguing? Tony starts, <laughs> Tony starts shaking. Tony starts screaming. <laughs> No, but your whole body starts bending, and then it starts, you know, try to help you drop the weights. Yeah. You You don't finish off the rep with good form. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, we start to lack in certain aspects in our life. We start taking shortcuts, start cheating. We start, you know. And it becomes a habit. Exactly. So uh, for me, just uh, taking that easy route has been my biggest struggle for me personally. Yeah. So, nice. I think that answers that question. Next All one. Right. Next question. Next one. Let's do it. Who has been the biggest influence in your life? 
Oh, they didn't they didn't hear the last podcast. Maybe we talked about our influence. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they just, yeah, we did. I mean, we said. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. said my oh, mom. Yeah. yeah, I said my mom too. Yeah, we, I yeah. said my mom. Religion. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> my we, faith. We can yeah. skip that one. Cool. And not skip. It was just simple. simple. My mom. Yeah, my mom's yeah. the biggest influence of my life. Do you have any regrets? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you guys laughing? I, I have a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't say none that really stand out. I feel like I've, I've done things um, that ended up hurting me. So I feel like at the end of the day, it's like you learn from, from it. But there's no really big regrets. Um, well, honestly, one big regret that I have is me and my friends, when I was in middle school, we wanted to start a band. Yeah, after we were in, and we were heavily influenced by Call of Duty and Avenged Sevenfold, mm-hmm. the uh, mm-hmm. rock band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just wanted to start a band, and I, my biggest regret is not falling. In, pretty much listening to peer pressure, and a lot of kids were like, "Oh, being in a band is whack." Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like I used to learn how to. Well, I used to know how to play the drums really well, um, and then I was learning how to play piano, but never happened. Never happened just because I listened to a lot of low lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my one going back to the last question, one of my biggest influences like outside of my family is Travis Barker. He's like the drummer for Blink One Eighty Two, and like I listen to him, and I'm like, man, I really wish I could have continued. Like, Isn't he with one of the Kardashians right now? Yeah, he's dating Courtney. Yeah, Courtney yeah. Kardashian. Courtney. Yeah, I don't know Dude, who's who. Jerry Jerry told me that um, Scott had a new tattoo of Courtney's name on his ribs. Right? Scott, Scott who? Oh, um, uh, Travis. Travis Scott, yeah. Or Travis, Travis Barker. Barker. <laughs> That's <is> <laughs> confusing. <laughs> yeah, they, he got his name tapped. But I feel like you know, I hope they last. But at the end of the day, I feel like Travis Barker is that kind of guy that gets tattoos that like. Jerry, would you ever tattoo a girl? Something about a girl. Something um, about a girl. Yeah. I already have one. Yeah, it's a snake right here. Look at that. No. I feel like if yeah, I've I've had a handful of girls. I feel like that's how they slide into my DMs personally. It's like when are you gonna get my name tatted? It's like man ladies. No, but it's like yeah, I feel like you're lucky only eleven percent of our audience is is girls. (laughs) (laughs) You're lucky lucky only eleven percent listen to us. No, but uh uh yeah, um what's it gonna say? Yeah, I feel like I, w- I would only if like maybe just like my baby mama, <laughs> her, my baby's mama, her initials all right. maybe. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. Next question. Wait, did we all answer the? No, no. not biggest regret. Biggest no, regret. Um, I think for mine, um, I'll say is I abused alcohol. Oh, okay. Uh, in the past, where it got me. In trouble, um, I got I got arrested. Man farting over here. Of that. <laughs> no, he's got lotion. <laughs> he's getting his lotion. But I, I got arrested because of that. But I feel like um, I I it's like it it goes a lot to that story. So I won't tell it right now. But yeah, it's just um, wait, wait, which story? Um, the car crash. The, car crash, the party. The party. Oof. Um, I feel like but all yeah. your stories have to do with either drugs or alcohol. Yeah, where <laughs> yeah. it got me yeah. into some big, deep trouble. Yeah, yeah. Some serious trouble. Should we save it for another podcast? Save it for yeah. another podcast. Save, save it for it. another episode. Let's keep this. Biggest short. regret. Now starting sooner. 
with this podcast, with, you know, any other dreams that I had, like Jerry, kind of were peer pressured and bullied out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my biggest regret is just not following my heart and doing it sooner. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we started now and we're mm-hmm. on our way. But mm-hmm. imagine where we would be if we started. I know, right? <laughs> a year right ago. Right when COVID hit. <laughs> you know? That would have been cool because, yeah. I mean, I feel like everybody was inside didn't have anything else to do so exactly. much yeah. listen to the podcast. So, so. you know, <laughs> for those listening, if you have a dream, if you have any hobbies that you want to pursue, just go for it. Don't let anyone else tell you, oh, that's dumb. Oh, that's, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just like what David said, don't overthink. Don't overthink know? it. Don't don't go into the statistics. Because one of the reasons I didn't start my podcast before I met you guys was because I started watching all these YouTube videos. Yeah. Oh, you're going to need a microphone. Oh, you're going to need this. You're going to need that. It's like, the oh, software. It money. Oh, it's going to cost this. It's gonna, and it's like, ah, oh, it's too much work, you know. And I think sometimes just by going off the deep end headfirst, mm-hmm. you you find yourself along the way, and that's probably the best growth, you know. Yeah. Rather sure. than having everything ready, setting it up. Yeah. Um, you know, so I feel like one thing that we that I talked to you guys about yesterday, you know, we we were talking about relationships. Was it? Yeah, on the way to Denver. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, it's either I'm all in or I'm literally not even one percent in. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that really applies with everything else, you know. Like Jerry, you're really exposing yourself out here. No, no, like not like mm-hmm. that, but it's like, literally, like you can tell when I'm all in, and if, oh, and yeah, if, I've and seen if you, it. yeah, like, like literally, like, it's not that I'm out to like break anybody's heart or anything, but it's just like, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, I'm just, I don't mm-hmm. know, uh, but I use that as like for everything in life. Like, if you really wanted to work out. You have to get rid of every exit in your mind, every what if mm-hmm. failure, whatever you have in your mind. So you know that's what I when I really want a relationship to last. For example, I throw away any exit, mm-hmm. you know, any and I stay on that one lane towards whatever it is that uh, it's gonna happen. Um, and yeah, I mean everything. I feel like that just applies with everything in life. You want to start something, get rid of all the exits. You know, get rid of everything that you can and just keep going forward. Oh, yeah. I agree. For sure. Sounds good. Next question. Next question, please. Jamie. Where's Jamie? <laughs> next question. Uh, next question is Godzilla or King Kong? Oh, man. I was, like, at first I was rooting for Mecha Godzilla. You were rooting for I Mecha? I was rooting, yeah. And then well, I was why, like, why ah. So when I, when I was watching the movie, I was like, this dude is just a jackass. So I felt <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> spoilers alert. But I'm not gonna like spoil anything. But I'm just saying, um, I, I I felt bad for King uh, for King King Kong. Uh, so I was I gotta say I was go I was rooting for King Kong when I was watching the movie. Me too, bro. King Kong all the way. Yeah, I, mean, I got there late, so I was already like. <laughs> Whatever, whoever wins. <laughs> this man, this man's like. He's just like, where's the food at? Yeah, I just went for the food. I was so hungry. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, next question. Let's do it. Let's see what yeah. we got. What advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? Oof, man. Wow. I feel like mine. That's loaded. It's just a lot of risk taking. You know, you got to risk it to get the biscuit. Um, 
yeah, I mean, for me, it's just, I'd say network for mine. Mm. That would be my advice. Just because when I first started doing all this, I, I first wanted to be in the financial world. So I would literally email a lot of just financial brokers from Edwards Jones, you know, the financial uh, entity that's in Eagle County. And I would get zero emails back, you know, like, oh, I guess these guys don't really think that I'm serious and stuff like that. But I just kept pushing forward and I kept networking. I kept meeting people and I kept being open to opportunity. And now it's like, I feel like my, my, my circle, quote unquote, is really big. And I feel like everybody in my circle has something uh, that uh, to offer to me that enhances my life that will lead to me enhancing other people's lives. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that would be my biggest piece of advice if you're trying to get into a career like mine is just network and for those that don't know what, what is your career uh i feel like i, I'm, I do you're a bit of everything yeah. <laughs> he's a chameleon <laughs> i do no, just, yeah i do everything um and you know to be more specific i'm the youth engagement coordinator for mm-hmm. eagle valley behavioral health and i don't provide direct services but i make sure that organizations like my future pathways mountain youth uh, Youth Power 365, all those organizations are actually doing what they're supposed to be doing or what they proposed on their plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we hand out a lot of money to make these programs happen. So it's like I'm not directly providing services. So I say like a family needs assistance. I'm just going to make sure that the the youth that's involved mm-hmm. and the families are with the right group to meet their needs. Um, it's nothing like, oh, Jerry's going to do everything, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I do. And on the side, I mean, everything. Translations for the hospital, translations nice. for your behavioral health. Um, just being kind of like an intern, quote-unquote, thing where you get to learn from a lot of different departments. Oh, yeah. Tony? I, uh, I think for me, so I started off wanting to go in the culinary field. But then, like, I only did that for two years, and I kind of switched directions. Um, so, that, like, I'll, I'll say, like, it's never too late to, to figure change. out things yeah. Yeah, and change, like, what you actually want to do switch in life. Switch lane. Um, and, uh, like, you know, even last year, I barely started um, actually doing the general classes. So, I'm basically, like, a freshman. Oh. So, so uh, yeah, like I said, it's never too late. Uh, even if you're like 50 years old, um, it's never too late to get a degree. Um, so, but yeah. Okay, nice. For me, uh, just have a deep desire. Well, for me, let me just say my career is youth development. Um, I'm one of the organizations that Jerry oversees. So pretty much Jerry makes sure, makes sure that I'm doing my job. You know, and along the way, he helps me. You know, uh, talk to these boys, talk to our kids, and uh, mentor them, you know. Uh, My biggest piece of advice is just have a passion for um, what you're doing. Have a passion to help people. Have a passion to, um, you know, lend out a hand. If if you're the type that opens the door for for someone else because nobody asks you to, Mm -hmm. then, you know, you're already on your way. So, For sure. There you go. Next question. Next question, I think, is for for Jerry. Why why is your swag so low, bro? Oh man, uh, why you, why do you dress so bad? Wait, is that legit a question? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who messed up? I don't I don't know. We're not saying I names here. Up. <laughs> why is my swag so low? It's probably because I got rid of a lot of my graphic tees, and now I just wear 
plain. Now you're plain. Where's I'm Lulu? Just like that simple, you know, just a colored plain T-shirt. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you just like whatever I like. Dang. Tony's my roommate for those of you who don't know. So, yeah. So More like a little learns, brother. Yeah, he learns from the best. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean just being I feel like I just wear I wouldn't say whatever. I feel like I just I just wear plain stuff. You know? Just wear whatever you like and that's yeah, it. You know? Pretty much. Make it your own. Except yeah. don't don't wear like hiking boots with like a, a cargo a, pants. Cargo pants. And, some red dress shirt. No, like just like yeah. a, like a dress shirt in general and stuff. Like, you know, when people say dress dress business casual, like a lot of people show up with like hiking boots and yeah. cargo pants and their best dress shirt. And it's like I'll respect for the game, but it's like come on, put a little <laughs> bit of effort in. You yeah, know? <laughs> for sure. Effort goes a long way. Effort does go a long way. Damn, I can't believe somebody said that. <laughs> <laughs> these, these, these kids are funny bro. what made you want to mentor us as the next question so why are you mentoring the boys at MFP um, because like I said I want to help people um, I think uh, if we start young then they're going to be better prepared for the future because I, w- I always say and Jerry always says I wish I would have had an older brother or someone to mentor me mm-hmm. during my times of you know, struggles and failures, and I wish someone was there to, you know, tell me it was going to be okay, or, oh, maybe you should do this, or maybe you should have done that, you know, and for next time, try doing this. Um, I never had that person, so I just had to fall on my face every time, and it would take me a while to get back up, but eventually I did. I think Mm -hmm. with a a good support system, Mm -hmm. you would get up faster, stronger, better, Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, what do you me, guys think? Me personally, I just I want to mentor just because it's an opportunity. Like David said, like I wanted to. Uh, I was reading an article not too long ago, and what that article was talking about is just being the person that you needed when you were younger, mm-hmm. or when you were going through some really tough stuff. Yeah. So I feel like there's a lot of kids that are gonna go through things that we've gone through, and instead of turning our backs on them and letting them do it themselves, if we're just providing some guidance or some advice on some things that we've done to help them. Uh, overcome what it is that they're going through so at the end of the day i feel like that's the only big reason why i mentor is just because i love to inspire and i don't know create change you mm-hmm. know be the reason why these kids are smiling and why they're waking up and giving that day another try you know so that's for me personally nice, nice. tony tony uh for me um tony. i i tony was tony. A, I was introduced by MFP, um, or to MFP. to a MFP by Jerry, um, and I got connected with these kids and got to know them day by day, and like I found them they're like the coolest kids. You know, I enjoyed they talking are to the them. Kids. Yeah, they are they're funny. Yeah. Um, These eighth graders, though, man. The middle schoolers, man. <laughs> oh, uh, savages, like, dude. I I'm, I get so nervous when I mentor the the, the middle schoolers. The eighth graders. Like, I don't even know. Like, I can hear the like maybe talking under the their lips. Like, oh, this guy sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> they are so mean. Psych, no, but uh, no, they're chill, honestly. Like, even though they straight up they tell the truth, uh, at the end, like they're they're like cool kids you know yeah 
but but yeah um, yeah that's why I'm mentoring these kids I just enjoy it mm-hmm. and I love it so cool yeah. what is your must read book if you can only read one book or recommend one book what would it be and why Interesting. Um, I'm pulling mine up because I'm almost done with my book. So mine would be the the psychology of money by Morgan uh, Housel. Oh. And I feel like for me, like we're always trying to. At the end of the day, money is power, unfortunately, and um, you know, trying to create that a lifestyle or whatever it is that you want to create. I mean, I feel like money really helps people. Uh, I would say I wouldn't say get an advantage, but it it, it definitely can help um, to have some sort of funds, whether it's to support your dream, or mm-hmm. start your business, or you know get you get what you pay for. So you know get something that you've always wanted that's going to benefit you, or you know support your self esteem stuff like that. So I feel like the psychology of money really teaches you uh, lessons on uh, wealth, greed, and happiness when it comes to money. So that's it's in the, even in the title, you know, timeless lessons on wealth, greed, and happiness. And uh, I mean, I started reading it just because I feel like the psychology of money isn't really talked about. It's more talked about like I feel like money is more talked uh, talked about as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to really just change that and talk the psychology of money and form it into a good thing where you know you're just there's going to be a day when you're going to be making en- enough money to sustain yourself and maybe your family. Um, hopefully your family yeah you know so I feel like you gotta be prepared on how to manage it for sure what about you Tony um see honestly favorite uh, book favorite book right now just of all time all time see I'm thinking just to add on to my list like I know, like, oh, that, there's a that, big list, bro. No, I got like I know, right? five. I know. I got least, least listening. So, at like, least. Yeah, so the one that I mentioned was just about money. But I feel like the number one book, that the only book that has ever made me cry is Tuesdays with Maury. That book was so Tuesdays sad. with Maury? With Maury. Dude, holy cow, man. Like, I was reading. It's about a teacher that gets, um, I forget the name of the, the illness, but he gets diagnosed with an illness and he has literally like months or Maybe like a year to live. And one of his students comes, and one of his students, like, he was a very successful news broadcaster or sports broadcaster. So he would spend every Tuesdays with Maury, and he would learn about Maury's life and all these life lessons that he learned. Was that a movie? Yeah, it was. Uh I I haven't seen it. My mom ordered it, but Amazon lost it. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, like the book, the only book that's ever made me cry was Tuesdays with Maury just because, like, it literally goes into like this downfall of the teacher and he's slowly losing losing his memory who this person is but he's still like very inspirational and it's just really really sad to read about it but it's also really inspirational to live your life so like i feel like if you're looking for a more emotional book roller coaster yeah you know (laughs) more impactful (laughs) that book i was tearing up i was like no yeah (laughs) it's hard to make yeah it's hard for books to make me cry yeah that one got me good dude oh yeah okay (laughs) back to you tony i'm gonna just say the one that i'm reading right now or trying to finish reading is um the sun does shine by anthony hinton uh so this book 
was basically passed around in C CMC school for everyone. And also was, uh, I also had to do a paper okay. and on it. And uh, I'm still trying to finish finish up, but it's pretty much about Hinton. This is like true a true story. He uh, pretty much was in trial in prison for a crime that he hasn't done um, for like about 30 years. And um, then he was, he's like, pretty, it's pretty much a racism systematic court that gotcha. he had to go through. And it's um, an all-white jury. Um, so uh, pretty much he was just trying to fight for his life. Um, so I thought it was very interesting, very emotional book. So, yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, for me, I'm going to have to say absolute top favorite, favorite book ever. Um, the Alchemist by nice. Paulo yeah. Coelho. Um, about a boy who's trying to find a treasure. But uh, his journey is from step one is, you know, just a roller coaster of emotions of all this stuff. And it's a it's a good lesson teaching you about the value within yourself um, does not lie in a treasure or your self-worth or I mean, sorry, your your money's worth. Mm -hmm. um, it, it really lies within you, you know, so I like that one. Shoe Dog, Phil Knight. Nice, yeah, that one's that so one. good. Uh, if you want an easy read but entertaining, um, yeah, Phil Knight. He is the the owner. Well, not owner anymore, right? He he stepped down. Um, the guy who who created and invented Nike. Mm -hmm. um, if you guys listen to Audible audiobooks, um, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> he he's the author and he's also the the voice so he reads his own book just something about his voice bro is very soothing alright 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 so yeah those are mine right is uh, that all the questions though we got a lot more but uh, yeah we yeah thank you guys for for sending us so many questions but yeah pre and we also appreciate the feedback so we'll yeah keep we'll the feedback coming keep the feedback coming. oh yeah let's yeah. just do one more one more alright one more question what what is your biggest pet peeve Pee. When people smack their lips, or when, when, no, 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 when you're drinking and you hear like the the gulp, no, the gulp <laughs> side, it's I like that. oh, that's <laughs> that's so obnoxious. And so, I feel like for me, I hate that. Like oh, I feel like for me, it's people that walk slow. Tony, like the slow walkers. I I think for me, it's just the shitty drivers out there. <laughs> they stick on the left fast lane. Nah. On the choo choo lane. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> on the zoom zoom <laughs> lane. Zoom lane. Wow. The zoomy zoom. Yeah, oh that's for me. I hate people that walk that walk slow. And it's not that I'm in a hurry, but it's just like, it's like come sometimes. On. It's a, yeah. 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 Left lane is for passing. <laughs> I mean, that's driving. I'm talking about walking, but still, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's still people who walk slow. Yeah, and I feel like when people talk during a movie. Y'all do. Oh, I fucking hate that shit. I remember, <laughs> I like I had a lot of people talking in the movie theaters when I was in high school. Like shit. And and what's even worse is when they ask about the movie. Yeah. As if you know yeah, you're not it, watching yeah. it too. Oh, I remember that happened to me in a date and took this girl out to watch a really like a classic horror movie. Um, shout out to the Riverwalk Theater for doing that. I thought that was so badass that they <laughs> they brought a lot of classic horror movies. Yeah. On Halloween, 
Um, and she was like, what's going to happen? What's happening? Yeah, and I was like, like wait, why'd they do on. that? Watch <laughs> like, the damn movie. Watch, watch <laughs> the movie. We are watching Bro. the same movie I here. I was like so excited, like horror movie, classic. And then she's like, so what's this, what's that? And I'm just like, please watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I'm about to head out. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I think that's it. Um, thank you guys for uh, listening in. Watching. Alrighty. For watching, not yet. Not yet. Um, hopefully the audio sounds a lot better. We got two mics. We are in our studio right now. Not just playing. <laughs> <laughs> we are coming to you live from Denver, Colorado. We are downtown. What are we up to, Tony? Why are we in Denver? You know, we, we're just in Denver just to, to chill, relax. vacation, relax Fine. from all the stress. And, and even then, the we're still working. <laughs> yeah. Working on the weekend, <laughs> usual. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. But yeah, just to have fun, you know. Yeah. But I mean, there's just a lot of things going on, and I feel like stepping away good. is a good. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Good for burnout, right? Yeah, I feel like I, personally, me, I need like a week long vacation. Yeah. <laughs> you can say that again. That'll be soon, though. Alrighty, guys. Thanks for listening in. Um, this is Jerry, Tony, and David. We are clocking out. <coughs> Peace. Signing out. See ya. This is it. <laughs> Why are you still listening? Just All right. go off the vi- Just stop listening. Are you guys a good con or what? <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. Okay. Bye.